0: (laughs) Be Seen, another prep scene production, the On The Scene Podcast. What's going on, good people? Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of the On the Scene Podcast with Coach Pill. We are here to discuss the District 3 playoff push, who's in, who's out, and where the chips may fall in the coming weeks. We greatly appreciate your listening support. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and along all podcast formats. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Again, we greatly appreciate your support. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Peace. This is your boy Coach Pill. It's only right episode one. We give a little brief introduction of what prep scene is. Prep scene is for coaches by coaches. It's really twofold. Prep scene assists high school and grassroots coaches take their players from unseen to seen. And then we also assist college coaches to open their eyes up to kids maybe they haven't seen just yet. Hashtag be seen. Really in 2016, prep scene just grew out of a passion and a love for assisting student athletes. Something I've done my whole life. Um, help them pursue receiving athletic and academic monies for their basketball prowess. In a few short years, we have grown from a small part-time hobby to Pennsylvania's leading authority for grassroots high school and postgraduate basketball player evaluations, schedules, and highlight archives. Go to our website, www.prepscene.org. You can look up the top kids in the state, see their schedule when they play this upcoming week. Always, you know, make sure you check with the school, with the pandemic, and it's also a winter sport, never know with weather, make sure the game's still on. But every one of the top kids across the state, over four, or 500 kids, you can find their schedule and also highlights on them at www.prepscene.org. So we've been promoting these student athletes and their successes on and off the court since 2016. In 2020, PrepScene became NCA certified. Uh, Due to COVID mitigations, PrepScene has greatly reduced our scope and coverage across the state. However, we're looking forward to returning in 22-23 to bigger and better than ever. Providing not only coverage, but our own events to help better serve the needs of scholastic and grassroots coaches interested in promoting their kids post pandemic. Here at PrepScene, we know high school and AAU coaches are usually a player's first evaluators. At PrepScene, we listen to and follow the leads of basketball minds. Our well-respected evaluations are ours and ours alone, however, they are peer-reviewed and debated thoroughly amongst basketball minds. That's a little on prep scene, now let's get into the show. Here it goes, District 3, where do you begin? We're going to start off in 2A, um, talk about some of the smaller schools. Single A in, in District 3 is a lot of small Christian schools. Rarely ever get to see them. I'm going to say never get to see them. A few years back, they did have a kid at Young, York Country Day. i uh, seen him in the summer with York Ballers. Jalen Gorham, 6'7", kid. Uh, was instrumental in helping him get up to, uh, where would he end up going? Up to McDuffie School uh, with Coach Jacques. Coach Jacques did a great job. The kid actually declined a, a post-grad year. Um, found a great school he liked in St. Michael's up in Vermont. He's having a great, year, great, great uh, career up there everything he wanted in the school no sense waiting around for that division one offer high academic kid um, so he's doing well so shout out to coach Doc for placing kids uh, where they where they want to be at and in the best situation for them he's one of the best in the business so definitely uh, coach Doc at the woodstock school now so we're gonna go right into 2a basically try and keep it player um Driven, we are kids first. Um, teams matter, but you know it's all about the kids here with prep scenes. So, in two A, you got six qualifiers. Um, basically, Antietam sits at the number one seed. Uh, they're out of Berks County Section Four, I believe. Yeah, Section Four. Um, they're in a, in a race. They're five and zero in their in their section. Um, number one in two A, twelve and one overall. They're they're led by Hector uh, Tibichero. Scores about 17 points a game. They have another very good scorer in um, Joshua McCoy, uh, 15 points a game. So they're in a tight little struggle um, for the league with Topohokin. three and Topahawkins 3-2, and so they sit two games back. Um, so we'll talk about Topohocken a little later. But that's basically the section down there, the two teams that are battling for that Berks uh, County playoff spot. The other uh, qualifiers outside of Antietam, you got Lancaster Mennonite. Always tough traditional district three powerhouse um, they're probably a little bit down for for themselves, but they'll be right there uh, that's probably who I have my favorite to win it all um, you have Delone Catholic and then Fairfield is your other your fourth seed. Um, A lot of teams right in that little mix that can jump here or there. Probably my sleeper in that group, I'm a little bit of a homer, would be my steel-high rollers. Uh, If Coach Crawford can slip his group in, I know he's about five-tenths of a a point right now behind that sixth seed. But if that young group can get in, I think they can shake up and make some noise with their athletes and uh, the scoring uh, prowess of uh, Caba Murphy. Moving on to 3A. We're looking at Columbia, the number one seed. Columbia's out of the Lancaster Lebanon League. Columbia is 14-0. Uh, just seen them play a very good Trinity team. Walked away very impressed with several of their players. Uh, Coach Glover, since he has got down there from the New York area, has done a, a, a great job. Columbia has been traditionally known as a, as a small school powerhouse here in District 3. Uh, Coach Glover has raised the bar continuously each year since he's been there. Teams led by a point guard, uh, his son, Kerry Glover, about 15, 16 points a game. Definitely a leader on the floor. Gets everyone involved. uh, Always making the right play. Ability to knock down shots. Gets into the lane. Definitely small school coaches should be looking at Coach Glover's son, uh, Kerry Glover. Very good ball player. I walked away from that Trinity game uh, very impressed with two other kids I, I didn't know much about uh, prior to last week. It was Robert Footman, solid, thick wing, uh, ability to use his body against high school kids and just finishes strong, plays hard, dies on the floor. Uh, very, very impressed with Robert Footman. He's about 12 points a game. And then you have Javon uh, Caloza. He's about 12 points a game. He had 30 on Trinity that night. Uh, His defense is his offense. He's long. He's athletic. He's in passing lanes. Uh, Definitely a kid that uh, can play the game of basketball and coaches could be keeping an eye on. Outside of Columbia, 3A, uh, District 3, basically, I think it's Columbia's championship. Um, You got York Catholic. Pretty good basketball club, traditionally always there. Lancaster Catholic, down a little bit this year, but, you know, a traditional powerhouse you got to be worried about. And uh, the team we mentioned a little earlier when we were talking about uh, Berks County Section 4 was Topahawkin. Hawkins. Hawkins, 10-2, um, definitely can play. I like to see them opposite Columbia in that championship game down at the Giants Center. They're led by Bryce Mellon, about 19 points a game. And they have another kid, uh, David Nasvik. Uh, about 17 points a game, so they can score the ball. Um, those two kids, so should be a good championship game down there. That's that's my that's my prediction for 3A Columbia Topohawk, and in the final. We're talking 4A hoops, Central PA. 4A bracket. They're going to bring in 10 teams into that bracket. Uh, the top seed, we've had a shift at the top here. Berks Catholic now has the number one seed. They have overtaken uh, Middletown, who was undefeated. A little bit about Berks Catholic. Uh, Berks Catholic's out of the Berks County Section 1 league. Uh, Berks County Section 1, obviously, Reading in first place. Um, Berks Catholic is 13-2. and two. They've won the last five games to take over the number one spot. They have a real true point guard. Uh, kid's a ball hawk on the defensive end. Quick hands, veterans, been playing for a while. And junior, Josiah Jordan, he averages about 16, 17 points a game. They have another guard forward kid, probably about 6'1", 6'2". Decent athlete, good size for his position. Uh, he's about 15 points a game. And Ryan Couch, both, both of those kids are juniors, uh, kids to look out for on prep scenes radar standing in Burke's Catholic's way is Middletown. now uh, it's probably Burke's Catholic Middletown final possibly waiting to happen. There's a few other teams we'll talk about that that could spoil that, but with Middletown you got Midpen uh Mid Midpen Capital Division, they're 12 and 0, uh 7 and 0 in the league. They have a 6-3 Real good football project prospecting uh, Tajay Brody. He's actually a baller too on the basketball hardwood. Uh, block shots, make shots, gets in passing lanes, runs the floor uh, against Stilton. They had uh, some bigger kids on him earlier in the year. He was on that hands down man down. He just I think he had three or four threes on him. So he's just a baller, capable of doing a lot of different uh, things on the basketball floor. They have uh, another kid in Tamir Jackson. Thick kid, just loves to play, competes at both ends. A um, couple different leech kids. I think it's Ty and Tate. Uh, steady ball handlers, just, just good basketball players. So Middletown's having a good season and, and hopes to find themselves at the Giants Center uh, later in the year. Uh, with that being said, you also have Elko and Eastern York, two other teams we want to highlight here. Elko out of the... Lancaster-Lebanon League. They're in Section Four, front runner. Uh, they're ten and three, five and zero on the season. Coach Connors has, has some horses there in that in that front court. Um, anchor at the paint is Corey Ativo, 15-16 points a game. He can stretch the defense, makes threes. Chairman of the board, protects the rim. Uh, his father played on several state championship teams at, at in Stilton. Uh, so good pedigree. Kid can just flat out play. Uh, he has a Teammate in the backcourt, Luke Williams, just a tough middle linebacker, hard-nosed kid, defends, good size. And then there's another forward, Reese Shuey. Um, so they're, they're averaging about, between them, close to about 40 points a game they bring Coach Connor, So Elko's definitely a team that will look to move through that bracket uh, fairly, fairly successfully. And then you have Eastern York out of the uh, York Adams League. Um, Eastern York is in Section 2. Uh, they're sitting right behind... Uh, West York for the league championship, so they're still competing for their section championship and overall York County championship. Uh, they just have a stud, uh, just a f- strong finisher, kid that uses his body really well. A 2023 kid plays for the York Ballers in the summer. Austin Bousman, Um kid I really like uh, moving forward. So definitely a kid we're going to keep our eye on. Uh, yeah, that's Eastern York. Some other players in that 4A bracket. Uh, you're going to have see Trinity. Trinity's coached by, you know, a legendary coach in Coach Costellac. Um They have the Gabadon kid that can play, make some good plays. Uh, they have a few other guards that make make plays. You have Littlestown out there, Olay Valley. These teams I mentioned, and they're separated by like two-tenths of a point. So there's going to be a lot of movement. Uh, Boiling Springs. Boiling Springs is a, is a team in there out of the mid-pen that has a kid that can just disrupt a bracket, um, Trey Martin. He's 25, 26 points a game. He's probably the leading scorer in the area, I would think, or, or close to it. Uh, in the Harrisburg area. So Trey Martin is a kid that could blow up someone's bracket. If you're in that bracket, you're one of those four seeds, you don't want to see Trey Martin and another kid out of Bishop McDevitt, um, also a mid-pen kid, probably the most explosive, one of the most explosive guards uh, in the area out of the what? Are, what is it, McDevitt and the uh, Capital Division also. Uh, not having a, a great season by McDevitt standards. I think they're maybe five and two in the league, so they're still in the hunt. Uh, for the league, Middletown sort of running away with it a little bit. Um, moved up to the number nine seed, but Tristan Waters for them. Tristan Waters is an electric guard, um, kind of kid that can, can take over a bracket, get high at the right time, and, and propel Bishop McDevitt into that that final weekend of District Three and at the and have him in the Giant Center uh, from a lower seed. So he's definitely a kid to keep an eye on. He's a twenty twenty three kid also. That's basically. Uh, uh, 4A bracket, um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Any, anyone else I want to mention? Uh, I know Kennerdale and Wild Missing, uh, Kennerdale out of the York area and Wild Missing out of Berks, uh too. I know they're separated by a few tenths of a points, so they'll, they'll be fighting for that final spot to get in there. But that's the 4A bracket. I look for, like I said, uh, Middletown, Berks Catholic, Eastern York, and um, let's throw a surprise in there. Uh, Elko could get there too. I don't. Know. That's going to be a tough one. Definitely like Middletown, uh, Burke's Catholic. Outside of that, I'm going to go two out of these next three: East Elko, Eastern York, and I'm going to I'm going to throw in there uh, Bishop McDevitt, long shot from your probably around an eight or ten seed. If you're going to talk about 5A hoops in Central Pennsylvania, might as well start off with Lancaster-Lebanon's lampeter Stroudsburg. They're 13-0, a 4-0 in their division. Uh, Coach Barryman has a, a great point guard, dynamic kid, and Tyler Burton, a 2024 uh sophomore, averaging about 18, 19 points a game, capable of getting you 20, 30 at any time. He's the kind of kid you want to have the ball in his hands in February, late February, early March. Um, definitely solid, solid guard yeah, at any level we know. Guards win games. He has uh, three other kids that score um, double digits. Bent Wirt, 15 points a game. Berkeley Wagner, 11 points a game. Isaiah Perito, 10 points a game. So don't, not only do they have that dynamic score and that kid that can take over a game, they also have very balanced scoring and a lot of kids that can, can help out and they defend. So Coach Berryman has a, has a strong group and uh, make a real strong push for that uh, 5A district championship some teams in his way uh, that can contend would be West York, Palmyra, Hershey, Shippensburg. Uh, West York out of the York Adams League. West York is suffered their first loss of the season this week, uh, so they were also undefeated going in. They're 13-1 and one now, um, up to the number two spot. Jaden Walker, guard. He can stretch the defense, make shots, um, defends, quick hands, quick feet. Uh, they have a 2023 20, kid and De- David McAuley, uh Javar Powell, six three, two forwards and AJ Williams and Powell uh, that I like. So that team's definitely um, bound for I think the Giants center, West Jerk out of York Adams League. The other teams, Palmyra, Hershey, and Shippensburg, they're all three out of the mid pen. Uh, Palmira and Hershey are in a heated contest for the uh, Keystone Division. I think Palmyra, Cedar Cliff, and Hershey all battling for that uh, top spot of the Keystone. And uh, two other teams in this bracket are also in the Keystone and Milton Hershey and Lower Dolphin. And, and, and both of those teams have, have made recent long runs and been successful in that District 3-5A bracket that could be lower seeds and disrupt some things. But when we're talking about Palmyra, Palmyra has a kid in Chris Edwards headed to DeSales, a six-seven kid, makes shots just plays with the exuberated confidence. Um, Kids know he's their guy, so they have a go-to guy. And and this time of year, you wanna have that, that guy that all the kids know. You know, the whole gym can know he's getting the ball and he's still going to take that thing and put it in the basket for you. So Palmyra has a kid that can do that. Uh, Hershey also has has a good guard going to Wilkes and uh, Jake Argento and another one going to McDaniel and Drew Coleman. So they have kids that they can rely on and, and get them baskets when things break down. So they're definitely uh, a force in that 5A bracket because of that. Um, outside of that, you got Shippensburg. Talk about Shippensburg out of the mid-pen. I think they're section... Uh, what is that? The Colonial. Uh, they're 4-0 and in the Colonial, 7-1 and overall. Um, they have some really good players uh, down there in Shippensburg. I haven't got to see them uh, but on film. Um, but the kids look like they can play and they have a good group. So I'm, I'm uh, interested in getting down and actually getting to lay um, you know, eyes on, on them. Uh, but Shippensburg is a team that I hear with very good guard plate. I believe one kid's name is Stratton, one of the better players in the area. Uh, that that can take over a game so that that makes them dangerous in, in a in a tournament type situation one and done type situation uh you have a team like Northeastern in the bracket Northeastern out of the York Adams League coach Easter has uh is battle tested he's been around uh, it seems like their team's always in the final 8 final 4 at the giant center uh, 2017 5A champions they have a guard in Karan Malo- Malo- Mallory, Mallory. Um, He anticipates he can read read very well gets in passing lanes can run the team make shots He's sort of a point guard two guard combo Um, I think they have another really good young kid can't think of his name off the top of my head, but um, They're definitely you know someone you want to look at in that bracket outside of that filling out the bracket you have Susquehanna Fleetwood Donegal Big Spring uh, Gettysburg some outside looking in, you have a pretty good team in Mechanicsburg that may not get in. They're on the cusp, on the bubble. Uh, Twin Valley, New Oxford, and Northern York uh, are all going to be teams vying to try and round out that bracket. But the, but the main players are going to be Lampeter, Stroudsburg. I think they're the favorite uh, with West York, Palmyra, Hershey. And I like Exeter too. If we I don't know if I talked about Exeter um, before we get off of here. Exeter is definitely a team that I think can get make some noise. Um, they are nine and five. They were one and one this week. They're fun. Uh, they, they have a kid that's really fun to watch. He's uh he can score it off the dribble. He comes running off screens hard. He's confident. He's poised. I think he's the football uh, team's quarterback, and he plays like a leader on the court. And Colin Payne averaging about 21 points a game. Uh, they also have another six four six five kid. I think he's the tight end on the football team, one of Payne's main targets, and uh, Joey Schleffer. Um, So he averages about 11, 12 points a game. So I think Exeter's a team that can make some noise and and get hot late and make a run into the Giants center also. So definitely lampeter Stroudsburg is my favorite to win 5A. And if I had to come up with a sleeper outside of those eight teams, uh, top eight teams, I'd have to go with E-Town. E-Town's down around nine. It could be anywhere from seven to ten probably before it's all said and done. But they have a 2024 kid in Patrick Gilhall, who's just an absolute stud. Um, he definitely could take over the bracket. Um, about 16 points a game type of kid can just dominate inside, outside. No one has uh, someone inside that can to match up with him. He's just going to overpower, dominate with size, ability. Um, so he's definitely a kid that can shake up a bracket. They're not having a great, great year, but if they get on a roll and, and find the right mix around him, that could be uh, the type of kid that can get you one or two wins in that district and get you to the Giants center as a sleeper. man let's jump in let's take a look at this 6a bracket 12 qualifiers definitely a deep deep bracket many people think it's reading highs uh bracket don't even play it call it in but if anything we know about big boy basketball in our area central pa district three um anything can happen um billy owens lost two district titles daniel marshall lonnie walker a lot of great players have lost district titles um when they went in his favor so Reading High, Coach Perez, he knows this. They're scoring 72 points a game. They're only allowing 50. Um, he knows it's a deep field. He's definitely the favorite. They're 13 and 2, uh, 4 and 1 in their last five. Led by senior D- Daniel Alcaterra, averaging about 20 points a game, 19. Him and Ruben Rodriguez both getting 20, can get you 40 on any night. Um, they fly around, they have fun. It, it just the whole crowd's into it. The teams are rooting for each other. They're cheering for each other. They, look, they got locker room guys like uh, Xavier Davis. Just just the kind of kids you want to be around. Great kids. Um, Miles Gray averages 12.6, 13 points a game for them. So Redding High is clearly the favorite going into this thing. Who's some teams that can give them some problems uh, along the way? Um, definitely have a Chambersburg, uh, Central Dolphin, and Cumberland Valley out of the mid-pen. Um, Hemfield. Hempfield and Warwick, Lancaster-Lebanon League Can definitely give us some problems. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, also Lebanon. Lebanon's having a good season. Um, yeah, those are probably the the, the teams. Uh, Hemp did I mentioned Hempfield. Yeah, I did say Hempfield. So let's just break them down a little bit and talk about each of the groups and some of the kids. Uh, we'll start off with those mid them teams. Got Cedar Cliff sitting number four, six A, eleven and two, six and two in the division. Uh, definitely Paul Meyer and Hershey for that division title. Uh, competing for an overall mid-pen title, They're led by 20 and 10 type kid Tyler Hauser, just a very very good basketball player headed to VMI, able to take you outside, knock down the shot. Screen setter, gets a teammate open, goes in, gets the rebound, put back, post moves. There's not not much he can't do. Uh, another kid, but beside him is his, his brother, 2024, 20, 6'10, Justin Hauser, uh, definitely a Division one prospect. He's struggling a little bit with the speed of the high school game but he's being coached. uh, If he's slow on a rotation, he's sitting down, he's learning that lesson, he's learning to see the game, he's learning to move a little quicker. He's been able to have a larger margin of error being so big, playing with younger kids. Now you get to that varsity level, and he's getting some growing pains, and Coach Savakou's helping him through it. And uh, I think Tyler went through uh, some similar things uh, when he was a sophomore uh, on, on a Cedar Cliff team. He may have had a couple more players around him, but I uh, remember him struggling a little bit early on, too. So Justin's going to be in good shape. He's in good hands with, with a great coach and co- coaching staff that uh, Coach Saver Cool has put together. So Cedar Cliff is, is definitely right there with a 6A, ready to make a title run and get to the Giants center. Uh, they have some solid guards that can get them there. Three of them up there um, all vying for that mid pen Commonwealth uh, title. I think there's six and one all of them got one loss chambersburg's at the top probably right now they're the number two seed uh coach treffler 350 some odd wins um been coached for 20 some years district champs and as far back as 2001 most recent one 2012 a couple different league champions so coach treffler can definitely get the job done when he has the players and he has a few guards um at this time of year, can definitely get you some wins. They had the Jacob Bausman kid. He's thrown in 33 against the Cougars, uh, 24 on Cumberland Valley. Kid that can score the ball, get you 20, 20 plus a night. Um, another very athletic guard in Eli Shear um, as a 2022 kid that can definitely get some college looks. Um, Occasionally may force a shot or two, but overall skills and athleticism. There's not many kids that can do some of the things that he does. They have a 2025, 20, 6'4, 6, 6, freshman, and Chetavious uh, Kelly, who's going to be a very good player down the road. So Chambersburg definitely has some pieces and will be able to put together a game or two. Uh, definitely get to the giant center and possibly bump heads with. Uh, the red knights down the road another team coming to valley nine and four uh, i was really high on them earlier in the year i seen them in the and they were as high as number three i think they dropped down to like a number eight seed right now coach Vespi has done a great job since he's got there uh, we talk about Redding's youth program and i think coming to valley has is another uh, team that has a very, very good youth feeder program. Uh, Coach Vespi has been on the Florida Gulf Coast uh, staff. He's coached with Coach Cool over at um, Cedar Cliff. He's just done a really good job with his kids. Um, Grant Kufa going to Susquehanna. They have another kid, 2022 kid, Nolan Gilbert, just strong, tough inside. Um a rebounding force. One of the kids, I, he was an eye opener for me. He just goes and gets it. Jackson Boone. I seen him have 24 rebounds versus um, Chambersburg. So, just he, uh, Coach Vespy definitely has some pieces uh, be able to make a run. You have Central Dolphin. Uh, they just coming off a, a hiatus. I think they missed 17 days maybe since they played last. Uh, they have a big game tonight with Cumberland Valley. Donovan Hill going to Niagara's is their centerpiece. Uh, they have a lot of players around him, but they're the number five seed right now. They can definitely give uh, the Red Knights a little bit of a battle. Um, who we got here? Let's talk a little bit about Hempfield out of the um, Lancaster Lebanon League. Let me see on Hempfield. Yeah. they're 12 and two right now. They're section one. They've, they were as low as nine. They moved the whole way up to number three. Uh, and six 6'8 F the Cole all overball kid with 13 points a game. Miguel Pena, twelve points a game, and, and Ben Treyer, nine nine points a game. Uh Ben's a sophomore 2022 kid. The the overball kid's about 6'6 six, six forward, um, long athletic. So Coach Walt got a got a good group. Uh they're playing really well, coming on strong. Like I said, they've gone four they're four and two in the league, uh probably looking to take the um, section one title. I don't think anyone is around them that can compete, so they'll probably be the Section 1 champs and compete for the overall uh, Lancaster-Lebanon championship. Outside of that, you got Warwick. Uh, Warwick Section 2. They're in a battle with Lebanon. Uh, them and Lebanon us. Sparrow at Lebanon has the Adrian Cruz kid, thirteen points a game, and Miguel Figuera, Uh He's about twelve points a game. They, they dropped two recent games, but prior to that, they were really off to a strong start. I think they were nine and two at one point. Uh, they dropped down to the number nine seed, uh, but with Warwick, Warwick's moving up. Uh, Warwick's five and one in division, ten and three overall. Um, they have the Tate Landis kid, 16.6 a game. Ryan Fink, about 10 points a game. So uh, those two teams could definitely make some noise in 6A. Uh, your other groups that are just trying to, you know, get in the field, round the field out. You have Wilson, Redline, uh, Muhlenberg. Muhlenberg's a, a team that's been rattling Redding close for the last couple of years. They got a couple players. Um, the Edwin Suarez kid gets about 20 points a game. Muhlenberg's 11-4. Uh, they're section, I believe, section two down there in uh, Berks County. So they're sitting around an eight seed right now. Maybe 8 to 12, anywhere in there. But they're, they're a tough out. If you get Muhlenberg at around a 12 seed, they can score the ball. Uh, Xavier Robinson gets you 10 points a game. They got another kid, Alexis, uh, Tashiro Alexis, or something like that, gets you 10 points a game. So when they're sitting at around a 12 seed and you get that 12 5 game, Muhlenberg could be a, a scary matchup for somebody just because of the way they play. They, they launch threes, they defend, they, they just play uh, an exciting brand of basketball. Um, you have Redline eleven and four down there in uh, York Adams League. Redline battling for the Section One Championship down there. Uh, I haven't really I haven't seen Redline play right now yet, but I'll uh, try to get to see them in the next few weeks before the district. So they have a nice nice team down there in Redline, off to eleven and four start. So that's another team that can compete six uh, A. So outside looking in, you probably got Cedar Crest. Um, Governor Mifflin, Manheim Township, possibly Lancaster McCaskey looking to get in. I'm going to take you out of here quickly. I appreciate the listen. Stay safe until next time.